0: This is 100% 246 Baiting Podcast with Michael Elmore Ramsey. This podcast is sponsored by Anchor. Making a podcast on Anchor is the best place to express yourself and be heard on many other platforms. And it's free to sign up and join. They are creation tools ...that will allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your cell phones and laptops. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go to anchor.fm and download the Anchor app to get signed up. In this episode of Bodybuilding, I will be talking about a mentor, a friend and a confidant, a man with a smile and personality that drew you to him. To see him on stage with a treat and an honor. The title of this podcast is Doing Fine at Sixty Nine. Barbadian born Mr. Kenny Hall master bodybuilder, and 10-pin bowler. Kenny was born November 30th, 1928, and died sometime in 2017 from Alzheimer's complications. He was 89 years. May he continue to rest in eternal peace. In the 1940s, they called a strong, longshore man, Ken Hook. Because in can, can do fashion, Kenny Hall could hook a big bag of flour, sugar, or feed from any angle in the port in Barbados, where he worked as a longshoreman, and with one mighty swing, deliver it to its destination. At 69, Kenny Hall was still building his body to competition level, and had pecs and amps that would be the envy of men half his age. Born in Queens Mary Road, Bank Hall, St. Michael Barbados, and raised by his mother, Rose Jordan, he attended the Moravian Boys' School in Roebuck Street. In 1948, Kenny left Barbados for Aruba, where he spent three years before returning in Barbados. At the age of twenty, encouraged by Aaron Men like Fred Marvel, Bobby Goff, Jackman, and Frank Osborne, Kenny entered his first bodybuilding show. This came after two years of training with an upset victory at a Mr. Barbados competition. Three years later, this natural winner migrated to Crown Heights, Brooklyn, where he began challenging the North American muscle men. Although Kenny's powerful five nine frame was a magnificent array of muscle dense de- density and Definition He encountered stiff competition and an unexpected handicap. Quote, everyone competed in the same show, Kenny recollects, but we black bodybuilders were judged differently. We got along with the white athletes, but it was the judges who would not place us as high. In 1962, Kenny tried for the Mr. New York State title and bested everyone in his weight class. In the fourth down, he bested his good friend, the great Joe Abender. Later that year, they both entered the Mr. America contest at the top of their game. Joe Abender won. Kenny placed 10th. Kenny said, Arthur Harris, Leroy Colbert, George Payne, Harold Poole, and all these guys could also have been a Mr. America. They have, could have won more, Kenny said, of his black compatriots. Contemporaries, who battled the same prejudice. Kenny laughed as he recalled those trying times. Perhaps a lesser person would have been bitter, but not Kenny. I would just smile and accept their ruling even though I was burning inside. Kenny said he refused to show what he was feeling. He always showed his sportsmanship as a black man and as a Bajan. He set his own goals and he will train toward them. The end of the 60s signaled changes in the world of muscle sculpting, Kenny said. Kenny's trademark midsection ripple were finally recognized at the 1969 pro Mr. America with a special best abs award. Although new attitudes opened the door for all athletes to be judged by the development of their physique and not the color of their skin steroid use flourish, further hindering fair competition. After spending half a lifetime clearing one huddle in bodybuilding, he faced yet another. Would he couple and join the ranks of the chemically enhanced pseudo-champions? Not a chance. Can he stay clean and kept on collecting trophies? as a natural sportsman. Kenny said steroids make it difficult for us naturals. That's why I'm so glad for all the drug tested shows available now because the more shows that are test screened the fewer people will be tempted to use steroids. Sadly the problem will never go away completely because of the financial gains offered by the same steroid companies to be bigger, leaner, and stronger, Kenny said. Kenny's ad- abdominal definition remained incredibly chiseled, sinewed limbs. Tight muscularity and pulsing vascularity was his trademark, as was the degree of of flexibility and match in his or almost any other age category. Bodybuilding fans and participants were dazzled during his free posing when he mixed a pleasing combination of calypso, big smiles and hard body. He then finished it off with a drop into a full split that never failed to draw gas from the crowd. On October 4th, 1997, Kenny got to fulfill a lifelong dream when he was introduced to the legendary cricketer Sir Garfield Sobers. The two sporting legends came together at Albany Manor in Brooklyn when Sir Garfield was there on his last tour as consultant for the American Cricket League in conjunction with the Barbados. Tourism Authority. During Kenny's career as a competitive bodybuilder, Kenny had amassed more than 250 bodybuilding trophies, including AAU Most Outstanding Bodybuilder for 1959 and 1960. 1975 Mr. the for America Over 40. In 1977, Mr. Universe over 40. In 1978, Pro, Mr. America over 50. And his most recent triumph, the overall masters in the 95 NGA U.S. Naturals, which he earned by beating competitors some 20 years junior, his junior. Kenny Hall was also a skilled competitive 10-pin baller where he and his wife as a team amassed a great number of trophies. I met Kenny in 1984 and we remained great friends until his death from Alzheimer's complications.